Good evening, brothers and sisters. Uh, we have just begun a new series of teaching on being sanctified by the Holy Spirit in order for us to enter into the glory of our Lord Jesus when He comes. Let's look at uh, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, 2 Thessalonians 2, verse 13 and 14. God chose us to be saved through the sanctifying work of the Spirit and to believe in the truth so that we might share in the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Tonight, I want to share with you the Holy Spirit works in us to sanctify our spirit, to sanctify our spirit. We know that the Holy Spirit works in all situations, works in all the people that we come into contact to work out the purpose of God. Look at uh, Romans 8, verse 28. For we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love Him, who have been called according to His purpose. So in all these experiences that God allows us to go through, the Holy Spirit is working for our good. How do you define what is good for us? Is the purpose of God is being done in our life. So when we enter into the purpose of God, we, we enter into the glory of God. We share in the glory of Jesus. So the, when we go through these this, uh, different experiences and come into contact with different ones, the priority isn't our comfort. The priority is the will and the purpose of God. And that's why when we go through these this, uh, experiences, there are times we are angry, there are times we are hurt. We feel a sense of indignation, unjust, things happening. And we feel sometimes that this is not, not fair. And so during these experiences, it's very important that we know how to protect our spirit. If not, our spirit can easily be defiled when this emotion begins to suffer, when this emotion begins to arise and take control of our life. The anger, that bitterness, that hatred, that vengefulness resulted in murder. We want, you know, accusation, slander, argument, division, unfaithfulness. So all this kind of emotion begins to arise and defile our spirit. And it will lead to worse uh, consequence than otherwise, than, 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 than the, that matter and that's why many times when you look into all those destruction that comes into our life and into our relationship, into the church, what problem is there? It's such a tiny little misunderstanding or problem and, 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 and failure. But it, it snowballs into such a big thing because our spirit is defiled. And when our spirit is defiled, the enemy comes in. Satan comes in. 
and begins to work hard work. And that's why uh, it's very important that we, we really protect our spirit with the help of the Holy Spirit. We really sanctify our spirit so that God's purpose will be done in our life. That's why in Hebrews 12, Hebrews 12 verse 14, 15, he said, make every effort to live in peace with everyone and to be holy. Without holiness, no one will see the Lord. See to it that no one falls short of the grace of God and that no bitter root grows up to cause trouble and defile many. Make every effort to live in peace with everyone and to be holy. So, relationship is everything in life. Our life can be summed up in this one word, relationship with God and relationship with man. And that's why the Bible says you make every effort to live in peace with everyone and to be holy. You see, holiness, yes, we understand we shouldn't sin, commit adultery and, and, and lie and all these things. That's being holy. But do you know to live in peace is holiness. Holiness is living in, in, in peace with, with people, in relationship. When our relationship is is, is uh, in turmoil, holiness in our life is being shaken. And if we don't protect our spirit, defilement comes in. So the worst kind of sin is not so much a physical sin that you have committed. The worst kind of sin is sin in our spirit, defilement of our spirit because it will lead to a lot of destruction and it will influence a lot of people. It destroys family, it destroys church. You see, when you commit certain kind of sin, well, that's you and maybe just a few people. But when our spirit is being defiled, it really comes against the kingdom of God and destroy what God is building. And... Uh, Let's look at it here. Live in peace with everyone and to be holy. Without holiness, no one will see the Lord. You see, when your spirit is being defiled, at that time, you're not able to see God. You're not able to hear what God is saying. All you're hearing is your emotion speaking and Satan speaking in your life. And that's why the anger resulted in resentment, bitterness, murder. You know why? Satan has already come in. And that's why a small, tiny problem can snowball into such a mess. And you see, because we begin to bring see other, bring in other things, we begin to accuse, and we begin to talk about this and that and that and that. You see, demons are working. 
I know some, some of you don't like to hear me using this word, demons are working. Because you don't want to be branded as demon working in your life. But if you are in this kind of situation, let me tell you, demons are working in your life. To bring destruction, to bring division. In your family, in the house of God. Okay, so see to it. Uh, so at this time, you, you cannot see God. You cannot hear God. Because now all, everything is about self. What you want to do, you're right. Your self-justification. So it's all about self. So that's why you cannot hear God. You cannot see God. But God wants to work out His plan and purpose. God wants to work out for your good so that you'll be transformed. You will enter into the glory of God, but you will have nothing to do with it when your spirit is defiled. The flesh is, has taken over. Emotion has taken over. And verse 15, uh, the next verse, he says, See to it that no one falls short of the grace of God. You see, at that time, because remember, the Holy Spirit is working, God is working, He allowed all situation, all people to, to, that we come into contact with to work out for our good. And so we may have to go through the difficult experiences, but He has prepared grace for us. So that when we go through it, we have the grace of God. We're able to go through it. You know, yes, there may be pain, there may be suffering, but we're able to go through it and enter into the victory of Jesus and, and come out glorious, transform, bringing glory to God. But when you allow your spirit to be defiled, you will miss the grace of God. Because now it's you trying to fight for your own uh, uh, dignity, your reputation, what, you know, you're right. You're, it's all self-righteousness. It's, it's all you trying to do it. You forfeit the grace of God that is there. And when we forfeit the grace of God, that, that, is, that is the grace of the Holy Spirit coming in to protect our heart. But for you, forfeited that, what happened? Let's read again. See to it that no one falls short of the grace of God and no bitter roots grows up to cause trouble and defile many. When you miss the grace of God, what happened? Bitter roots begin to grow. Bitter roots. You took offense. You allowed anger to take root and that resulted in bitterness leading to murder. Well, you accuse the other person. You want to put down the other person to show that you're better than the other person. Right? Murder, slander, lies, hatred. So all this, this bitter root begins to grow and, and it will spread. Spread. It will control, first of all, your life. So now you're totally I, I almost say controlled by demons. Maybe that's that's not an understatement. 
because you cannot see God. You cannot hear God. It's all self. It's all demons speaking. You know, recently I have a little bit of time to work on the garden, which I never did. And we try to remove the weeds from the ground. And we realize that these weeds, the roots really go deep inside. And it's hard to, 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 to dig it out in the first place. And if we just chop it from the surface of the soil, very soon it will grow back again. And it spread. There are little baby ones all over the place. You know, it's so hard to get rid of the whole thing. So this is what the Bible is talking about. When, when we miss the grace of God, that bitter roots comes in and it will spread and it will influence many. Right? Uh, let's read that again. No bitter roots grows up to cause trouble. Trouble, cause trouble and defile many. Okay, so, so really, you see, when somebody's spirit is defiled, they really cause a lot of troubles. In the church context, yes. It will cause trouble in church, in the cell group, in family, in the people they know. You know, they have a ways of saying things. You know, but underneath what they say, there are bitter roots, there are poisons that will affect, influence others. And even though it can be said in a nice way. And it defiles many people. People begin to, well, because they need people to, to stand on their side. Because they, they think they are right. Okay, so, so, brothers and sisters, relationship is everything. Do not allow our spirit to be defiled because of whatever happens. Because we will fall into the snare and the hands of demons, satans, uh, and, and be used by, by, by him to bring about so much destruction, division that comes. And uh, when our spirits defile, what happened? Let's look at Galatians 5, verse 24. Galatians 5, 24. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passion and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking and envying each other. So when our spirit is defiled, we are conceited, we are self-conceited, provoking and envying each other. We think we are so right, self-conceited. And nobody can talk sense to us, especially when we can't even hear what God is saying. So we argue, we defend, we want to prove that we are right. We begin to bring out this and that to, to accuse the other person. And then we, it says here, we envying each other. We begin to compare ourselves with other people and we think that we, we are better off than the other people. 
and we provoke others to anger. Why? Because now we cannot listen to reason. We cannot listen to what people say. It's all what we say is the gospel truth. We cannot listen to other people. And therefore, as a result, it provokes anger because there's no, no point in talking. There's no sense in talking. A lot of this so-called confrontation counseling session, there's no point in talking because the person has decided what they want to believe. Because demons are working. So, it's just like the nation of Israel when they came out of Egypt. No matter what God say, how many times God say it, they just can't get it. They just don't want to listen. As a result, it provoked God to anger. That's, that's what happened, what, what it means to provoke others to anger. Why? Because you just don't listen to reasoning. And because demons are speaking. You know, the amazing thing is whatever you say is all being twisted. Somehow, you know, no matter how clear and plain you explain it, it's being twisted, it's being twisted, it's being twisted. And create worse misunderstanding, communicate, uh, uh, and problem, and, and, and anger. Wow. You know, I've been through situation like that. It's no joke. So when we are self-considered, let's look at Galatians 6, verse 3 and 3 to 5. Galatians 6, verse 3 to 5. If anyone thinks they are something when they are not, they deceive themselves. Each one should test their own actions. Then they can take pride in themselves alone without comparing themselves to someone else. A self-conceited person will always want to prove that they are superior, they are better, they know better, they are, you know. But the Bible says, hey, no, you, you, you are self-deceived. You deceive yourself when you think you are somebody when you are not. What do you do? You should look at yourself. Each one should test their own action. Then they take pride in themselves alone. So you should look at yourself, you should look at your performance, your work, yourself, not comparing with others. Look at yourself. But we like to look at others, we like to point finger at others. We like to compare. So, this is what a self-conceited person is. Can you see? They just want to talk about others. They, they don't want you to scrutinize them, their action. They just want to talk back, bad about others. So demons will come in and take advantage. Ephesians 4, verse 25 to 27. Therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor. For we are all members of one body. If you, in your anger do not sin, do not let the sun go down while you are still angry and do not give the devil a foothold. Do not give a devil a foothold. You see, devil, demons are involved. Devils are there taking advantage of the situation. So when our spirits defile, we think about self justify ourselves, right? And when we think about other person, we are putting down the other person. But what does the Bible say? When we are, our spirit is, is, is walking with the Spirit of God, 
we think about the body. It says here, for we are all members of one body. We are all the same church. We are all the same family. We are the body of Christ. So when we think in such a way, there's a problem, we solve it. There are offense, we forgive. We reconcile. We talk over. They are failing. Yes, we work together. Let's make it better. Is it because we think about the body? But when our spirit is defiled, we think about ourselves. We are better. These people are no good. This church is no good. And so on. Demons are working. You give devil a foothold, you see how he begins to spread his influence and bring about division, bring about trouble, bring about defilement. We refuse to work through the problem. We cannot listen. We cannot hear what, what God is saying. We cannot hear what people are saying. And we defile a lot of people. Okay, let's go on to the last thing. How do we walk with the Spirit? How do we crucify the work of the flesh? Because now the flesh is in control, uh, dominate. Galatians 5, verse 24. Galatians 5, verse 24, 25. Those who belong to Christ have crucified the flesh with its passion and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. And that's why we need the Holy Spirit to sanctify our spirit because there's no way that we can crucify the flesh but live in the Spirit and walk with the Holy Spirit, walk in step with the Holy Spirit. So that's the only way that we can crucify the flesh. When we walk with the Spirit, what happens? The fruits of the Spirit begins to produce. Look at Galatians 5, 22 and 23. Or the, the, the verse that is just before what we read. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience or forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Can you see? When we walk with the Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit is manifesting that all these qualities has to do with relationship has to do with walking in peace and harmony in the relationship. It, it has to do with unity. That's when we walk with the Spirit and, allow, and, and the, the fruits of the Spirit begin to be produced in our life. Then we live in peace and harmony in the church, in the family, in society, in, in, in relationship. Okay, so, uh, so that's why it's so important that we, 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 we need the Holy Spirit to, to come and sanctify our spirit, to walk, with, to walk with the Holy Spirit, to know what the Spirit, that this is the nature of the Holy Spirit because now the Spirit takes control. You see, when the flesh is in control. You see the anger, you see the, 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 the justification, you see the argument, you see the wanting to prove themselves right and so on. But when, when the Holy Spirit takes over, there's love. There's patience. There's joy and, 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 
goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. So let's remind ourselves: the worst kind of sin is a defilement of our spirit. When our spirit is not right, our relationship with God is not right. We can't hear. We can't see God. Our relationship with people are not right because there's no peace, there's no love, there's no self-control, there's no no patience. You know, our relationship with people is not right. Self take dominant. Our emotion take dominant, and demons, devil speaking to in our life take dominant. And so when we when we do that. There's no peace. There's no unity. There's no harmony. There's nothing but trouble, nothing but trouble. And people are influenced, are affected. But when we allow the Holy Spirit to take control, when we live in peace with people, we enter into the rest of God. We enter into the rest of God. Let's look at Hebrews four, nine and ten. There remains. Then a Sabbath rest for the people of God. For anyone who enters God's rest also rests from their works, just as God did from His. So there is a Sabbath rest for the people of God. That means you can go every Sunday or every Saturday, if you want to call that Sabbath, to worship. But there's no rest. There's no Sabbath rest. You still need to enter into the rest of God. So when you enter into the rest of God, what happened? You stop from your own work. You trust in His work, what God has done. So when you're trying to prove yourself right, when your self is 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 in the forefront or, or, or underlining everything you say, when self is there. Oh, your suffering, your hurt, your your humiliation, your shame—your is everything about you. Then you have not entered into the rest of God. But when we enter into the rest of God, we think about God. It's your purpose. It's your plan. It's your house. It's 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 your body. Let peace. Uh, Reign in this situation. Let your love, your joy, reigns in this situation. So the grace of God is there. The glory of God is there. You, you know, because you enter into the rest of God. The victory of Jesus is there. Demons have no no room in this situation. God's victory. You know, I told some some people. This is what demons want. We will not allow demons to to do to to have his way. We will follow God's way, and thank God when we did that. That situation was resolved, but there are other situations that doesn't work out because self is there. The defilement of the spirit is there, and let's continue further in Hebrews four verse eleven. Let us therefore make. Every effort to enter that rest, so that no one will perish by following their example of disobedience. So there is a consequence when we allow our spirit to be defiled; we will perish. 
in our disobedience. The nation of Israel, that, that group of people in the wilderness, they perish. They never enter into what God has for them. But God wants to work out His purpose. This is the utmost importance. And that's why He wants to sanctify our spirit through the Holy Spirit so that we can enter into His glory and not perish. Can you imagine believers perishing, missing out on what God has for us? Never enter into the rest, Sabbath rest of God. What a pity. What a pity. So this evening, I hope the Word of God will really help you to see the importance of your spirit, your inner spirit man. We've got to protect it. We've got to guard it. We've got to allow the Holy Spirit to sanctify our spirit. Walk with the Holy Spirit. Let His nature take dominion over our emotion, over our flesh, and tear down whatever Satan wants to do in our life so that we enter into the rest of God, enter into the peace of God, enter into the glory of God, and so that we bring glory and honor to His house, to His body. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you for your plan, your great plan and purpose for us so that we will appear with Jesus at his coming, share in his glory. And we pray that even as we look towards that day, we will know how to live our life here on earth, going through all the testing, trying time that you are leading us into. And we thank you that there is grace provided for us. And we just want to follow the leading of your Holy Spirit, walking in step with your Holy Spirit, allowing you to take control in our relationship, in, in what happens in this journey, so that your plan and your purpose will be worked out, so that we'll enter into your glory, enter into your kingdom, and Father, we pray for those of us who have allowed things to affect our spirit, defy our spirit. I pray that your word will cleanse us. Your word will set us free. Your word will be light that shine in the darkness so that we are awakened to the work of the evil one, wanting to destroy what you have for us. Lord, let your spirit take charge and lead us and guide us for the glory of your name. We thank you. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The Lord bless you. We'll see you again next week. Bye-bye.